you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave. Dave Damashek here, and welcome to episode number four of the Dave Damashek Football Program, available on iTunes and other places that have RSS feeds. I wish I knew what an RSS feed was, but listen, I'm not going to stop to find out right now. We have too much ball to talk right now. Speaking of which, thanks for checking out the uh, the first edition of Talking Ball on NFL.com, and thanks to the great Mercedes Lewis. Great stuff out of him. Coming up very soon, I'm not sure exactly when, but in the next couple of days, be on the lookout on NFL.com for uh, for a very special installment of Talking Ball with uh, with Redskins tight end Chris Cooley. Anyway, number four, as we do at the start of each show, Talking Ball. I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not Talking Ball. This is the Dave Damashek football program. As we do at the start of, uh, of each show, we talk about uh, who wore that number best. Brett Favre. I guess has to be the best number four, unfortunately, for football fans. And uh, Lou Gehrig, another uh, uh, another classic one. How say you, the bald-headed man to my right? Each and every uh, each and every podcast, Adam Rank. What's the what's the poop, fella? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Sure Appreciate thing. It. Sure when thing. I think of number four, I think back to one of my favorite Lakers of all time, Mr. Byron Scott. Ah, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I don't think he's noteworthy oh, enough he's to make not, our all-time no, he's list. Not, but but, yes. but he's, he's noteworthy. And I do have to put that out because uh, one of the one of the memos I got from 280 Park last week 
280 Park a, being 280 NFL our, headquarters our over in office. NYC. Right. And this one came over Thursday afternoon. It was hot off the presses. He's like, hey, uh, yeah, nobody cares about the Lakers. Stop with the Lakers talk. Can you can you not do that anymore? <laughs> it's a place. So I got it. I, I can't I'm believe right you the... actually for this is this is obviously our fourth uh, installment of the podcast now. And I have yet to receive not one. Uh, yeah. A, a, a missive from from the headquarters. And yet you are getting them. Yes. But you're actually getting them. I think actually people imagine them. it's a it's a, a bit of some sort. No, no, no. Actual people from the headquarters, from the headquarters. are contacting you. To disparage, to give notes, to critique yes. what we're doing. And yet they don't give them to me. No. Why do you suppose that You're is? untouchable. <laughs> That's right. Yes, clearly. All right. Uh, I think somebody who has a... Uh, Wait, I had, a, I had to say, too, Chris Cooley is going to be on Talking Ball. Yeah. I don't see him here on the rundown for the Dave Damashek. He's coming in today, though, right? Well, he's, he, he, he's, that, he was booked by uh, another producer. On the uh, here at uh, at the NFL, but uh, our producer of this podcast here he is, Necktie Milner. What's going down, Necktie? What's up, Dave? You know, corporate I feel, suit. I, I feel Adam Rank is kind of slightly digging at me with that rundown. No, I was just, I oh. was just wondering. It seemed like it, well, it, it seemed natural that he would just be on this show too. Well, though, no, you can't uh, keep in mind, Rank. You can't expect Necktie Milner. He's you know he's he's busy kowtowing to uh, to the uh, to the front office to the brain trust of the NFL. He's too busy to take uh, two steps out of his way to ask Chris Cooley if he'd pop into the podcast. I'm busy collecting letters from 280 Park for Dave, so Dave doesn't actually see them. Mm, I appreciate. I'm the that. filter. To yeah, Dave. don't don't let the man get in my way. How do I get a filter? No, okay. <laughs> I, can't I don't know. I just. Uh... <laughs> So, all right, Rank, great. So what's going on in the world of sports right now is uh, it's great times for NBA and NHL fans. Both finals are underway there. The uh, the Vancouver Canucks at the time of this recording now lead the Boston Bruins. one nothing after a stellar game one. Very exciting goal scored uh, in the final minute. What a great night for America. The first, yeah, it was funny. And, uh, and uh, of course, the uh, the latest a goal was ever scored in the NHL Finals to win a game, or the most recent one was with, uh, I think, 10 seconds left in, in regulation when one uh, Mario Lemieux, the greatest player to ever lace up the skates in the NHL, scored a goal to, uh, to defeat the Chicago Blackhawks. And Dave Damashek was in the igloo that night. Wow. Oh, thrilling, thrilling. Anyway, I digress. I can hear 280 Park writing memos right now. Yeah, that'll, uh, that'll be coming. You say right. it's a great night for America that Vancouver won that one. Also, the Miami Heat's now up one nothing on the Dallas Mavericks in the, in the NBA Finals. Bad for America. Well, I, you know, I, you, you would think so. You know, I, I, it's, of course, uh, Miami Heat with their, with their big three going up against the Dallas Mavericks, who's star above all else is Dirk Nowitzki, a German. And like I mentioned last week, it's it's funny to think, it's ironic to think that America has rallied, it. unless you live in South Beach, it seems all of America has rallied behind Dallas Mavericks and their star, Dirk Nowitzki, who is, of course, German. And I just, it makes me think, what would happen if, you know, heaven forbid, the technology that uh, Doc Brown developed in Back to the Future with the DeLorean ever made its way back to do- to the times of WW2 into our nation's capital and picked up, swept up uh, President Harry S. Truman and, uh, and you know, like, uh, or picked up General Patton, and oh. then they paid a, a visit to 2011. <laughs> How disgusted they would be with the U.S. of A., you know? Imagine that. This is what makes time travel possible. The flux capacitor. It's a future! Please, God, 
patent when, cream corn, are we? We're in 2011. How did we get here in this fancy silver machine? A time machine I could have used at the bulge. What in the name of Western omelets is everybody doing in America rooting for the team with the German fella? I didn't go 5,000 miles across the ocean to fight Mr. I Hate America so you guys could all root for the Germans. And just who the hell are they playing anyways? You, sir, are an ass. <laughs> I hope you're happy with yourself. So, but what you did do, Rank, is um, you did do a nice, uh, a nice little pick six column, which you can review at NFL.com. Um, and it's about, uh, I guess, inspired by LeBron and company. This may well be the most hated potential dynasty. I mean, they, it looks like the Heats are on their way to, to claiming the crown, and uh, they may be the most hated team that I can I can really remember in in my lifetime uh, winning a championship, true? Uh, with the yeah, possible I mean, exception of the Yankees? Yankees, uh, Red Sox, no, uh, Boston, yes. Red Sox. Yes. Yeah, everybody hates the Red Sox. Patriots Boston, winning. South, no, no, had, no, the wait, Patriots, wait. had the Patriots gone undefeated mm-hmm. that year, um, they maybe they certainly would have ranked among the all time most hated teams because of the whole uh, you know the Spygate scandal, but the Yankees anytime they win the Dallas they're, Cowboys a I, lot of people don't like the Dallas we'll get Cowboys. to football we'll get to that one but but what about basketball it's the Celtics are the hated team well right? any any dynasty just mm-hmm. about any dynasty is disliked people eventually turn on on, on any dynasty and want to see them fall people wanted wanted to see the Lakers go down I think most of America was happy to see them lose and lose in, the, in the fashion that they lost of course that's no. true yes America so, loves the Lakers that's not true that's, at, that's at 280 Park doesn't like least. the Lakers the, I'll tell you if you would have had Lakers against heats I think middle America would have would have vomited no matter you know that's come on that, that's alien versus predator no, no. matter who, no matter who wins we lose that, no. that would have been the attitude of Disagree. the nation. So you had your pick six of the most hated teams in the NFL currently or of all time. I would say I, I, I did it currently. Currently. Of teams that people And who did you have at number one there? The Raiders. The Raiders are the most hated what? team? Yes, everybody hates the Raiders. No, people don't hate Every, it's, hobos. It's, people feel bad for hobos. No, and, even and when that's the what Ra- the Raiders are. People are not, nobody Nobody hates them. They don't do anything to be hateable. They're, they're, they're if, a pathetic If you crew. aren't a fan of a team in the AFC West, you do not hate the Raiders. I'm a 49ers fan, and I do not hate the Raiders. Well, that's your problem. Well, you should I be. should, but you, I, yeah, they're, so, they're so bad and just comical. That's I, a fan conduct policy issue. A fan conduct policy Maybe. issue is that you cannot. How? If you're from a region like the Bay Area, you are forbidden to root for both teams. I don't that. root for the Raiders. No, but they I but, just don't hate the Raiders. No, you must. How hate do you that. not hate you, the Raiders? It if makes you no live sense. in New York, you must love the Yankees or Mets and hate the other one. If you live in Chicago, you must love the Cubs and hate the White Sox or vice versa. Savvy? But everybody hates the Raiders, and everybody roots against the Raiders. I, it's a team you love to see. Super Bowl Thirty Seven, I always contend, was one of the greatest days in our country's history. I, I mean, that, that's ever. Wow, 
<laughs> the day the Buccaneers beat them? Yes. It was a huge day for America where we rallied in one voice and said, we will not go silently into that night. Okay, I just saw Independence Day, so I'm a little fired up. But it was a great day because everybody roots against the Raiders. Everybody knows Raiders fan because Raider fan, no matter what happens, and you talk about when their team is bad and they're a joke, but they're the same all the time because they're they're always convinced that their team's going to the Super Bowl. This is the year we're turning it around, and it's been that way since 83. I can't believe that you've lived out here for as long as you have, and you have not grown to hate the Raiders. No, I yeah. No, listen. It's like uh, it's like uh, great. It's the same phenomenon as what happens with uh, or what happened with the Grateful Dead, and then and then Fish. You know, it's not that I, I you know I like the Grateful Dead's music. I like Fish's music, but they get a stink on them because of their fan base. If you go to see those bands, you're, you're, you find, you you by the end of the day you're kind of you're, you're put off by the experience because of the people who stand off on the side. If you've ever been to either to see a show of either band play they there there's a portion of the uh, of the crowd that stands off the sign and just and, and just spins like a dreidel for about two hours <laughs> i don't know it's 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 an affectation again you know the whole thing of anyway that's yes the raiders fans but are that... largely repellent but it's not the team that you should resent for that but they, they stink they're they're not hateable they the one thing to be hateable you have to you have to have some uh you know you have to have some meat on the bone right. there you know you understand who's you there know? who's the villain who's the main villain the well, face of the raiders that you root against al davis the but black it... hole violator pharaoh raider all those black guys hole and the violator part of the fans yeah that's part of it well, that's but why Davis... you would root against. Don't you hate like? Don't isn't part of the reason people hate the Yankees? Obviously, because they win and Derek Jeter's so smug. But you also hate their fans. Yeah, listen, uh, but understand though that you know. Listen for Superman. Lex Luthor was a worthy adversary. Al Davis at one point struck that same sort of figure. At this point, he yeah. doesn't. He's made too many gaffes in the draft and beyond to, to to consider him someone who is is scary. And if he's not scary to you, he's not. Hateable. Now, you want to talk about hateable. Now, let's get back to what uh, Necktie was talking about. Them Dallas Cowboys, yeah. you know, I'm building, down. you know, the, the the building a shrine, essentially, you know, building, a, you know, that stadium is a Dallas. Yeah, that, that's a team, even though but they, the, go ahead. But the building counts, but the fans don't. I listen. Yes, I hear what you're saying about the fans. It, it, it there's some merit in what you're saying, but I don't think the Raiders as a team over the last decade have done anything to make them noteworthy, except that they are a punchline. What have the Cowboys done? The kind of the Cowboys have you know been up and down a little bit, and there's a there's a, a certain amount of presumption in the, in their behavior as though they are still the elite. That I think is what is off putting about a fan base and uh, you know the ownership and so on is when they conduct themselves as though they still are the best team in the NFL, even though they've done nothing to to earn that sort of a thing. Cowboys fans walk around as though they are the best team in the NFL, even though they've done nothing in the last twenty years. That would come close to earning that title. Savvy? No. All right. Well, that's that's why they're number two. I mean, and and uh, and so on your list, you would say that more if the Cowboys and Raiders played each other, more people would root for the Cowboys to beat the Raiders. They would be rooting for a blimp crash. (laughs) Whoa! Too soon. Black Sunday, 1975. I, Black Sunday happens to be a dynamite picture featuring some of the coolest shots of a real game you will ever see. Yeah, they, yeah it's great. They yeah. have on-the-field shots. It's, a, it's 
a pretty lousy picture, but it's uh, you know it's about uh, terrorism delivered via blimp. Um, but yeah, they have shots from the field in the Orange Bowl, and they're like I say, just dynamite thing. It really looks great. So anyway, check out uh, Rank's column there. His pick six, always good stuff with that. Who else is on that list? Real quick. Uh, we'll run it down. The Patriots were number three. Oh, the Patriots. What am I talking about? The Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the Patriots are the most hated team. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, as a matter of fact. There's no question. What am I they thinking still... about? Patriots are easily, uh, nationally, if you took a poll, I am certain that that would be the team that people like the least. Tom Brady is your Lex Luthor, the worthy adversary. Tom Brady is the Well, to me, Tom Brady is the one likable character on that team. I, I, I happen to, to think he seems like a cool guy. But even there, if we're going to split hairs, as I've said before, I'll say it again, I think Bridget Moynihan wins over Giselle Bunchen in, uh, in Damashek's heart. Yeah, that's a, you know, I, that's, I, would, I would take, but even that's a mistake. But uh, other than that, Brady seems like a good guy. But like I say, Spygate, Belichick, the whole thing. I mean, and uh, like I say, unlike the Raiders, they're legitimate, worthy adversary. Yeah, I mean, the, the Patriots have to be number one. What are you but thinking they, about? They rid, no, 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 because they rid us. I know everybody goes, you go back to 2001 when they beat the Raiders. Then they beat St. Louis, and this, that was a. You skipped you, a week there too when they when they whatever. when they went into Heinz they Field the and, great. Beat, oh, and even, beat the even Steelers better. too on on another bad call that's forgotten about too oh. early in the game. The referees spot that's right. Troy Brown in a in a scoreless game. Uh, the, uh, the there was a penalty on the Steelers, so the officials remarked the ball, but they put it right dead center of the field instead of on the left hash where it belonged, so they could not kick the ball away from Troy Brown or made it more difficult to do so. Troy Brown returned it for a touchdown, and it was all downhill from there. You so there, lost, they, they benefited from, of course, the tuck rule game, but the week after there was a terrible call that uh, that swung that game in the Patriots' favor. But they still lost to Drew Bledsoe, so that's that's fair. But listen, the the Patriots okay. for me, and you know, maybe maybe I'm a little bit biased because what they did there with beating my biggest adversaries, and that was probably the closest I will ever come to watching my team win a Super Bowl, unless the team moves back to Los Angeles. That's the closest beating the Raiders, beating St. Louis. You still get. I you know still you get hate juice the Rams. No. You like to see head them still win. Get but some juice with me. Head to head, the Patriots and the Raiders, both on your list, played in the Tuck Rule game. I think most of America still hates the tuck rule and still believes the Raiders got hose on the tuck no. rule. It's not the other way around. You don't see America There's... saying, thank goodness for that tuck rule. John, okay, John, you and, you and John Gruden might think that. America is so happy that the tuck rule existed. That is, that was, that is, that is absolutely oh. wrong because what America was deprived of as a result of that was the Oakland Raiders paying a visit to the Pittsburgh Steelers with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, hearkening back to the great days of the 70s. That would have been a much better Every uh, day result. on NFL Total Access when Rich Eisen and Mike Pereira, former head of NFL officiating, was on, Rich Eisen begging okay, for the tuck rule to be changed. Shilner, stop. You guys are forgetting what it was like in 2001. We needed that. We needed the Raiders to lose. That's what brought our, you know, you remember 2000, yes, 2001. Yes, the Patriots, coming, red, Patriots, white, and blue. Red, they white. weren't introduced individually. They were introduced as a, as a team. All cool stuff. After that, though, so what? It's That's been fine. a decade now. And 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 ever since you Belichick has emerged as uh, as the emperor from uh, from the Star Wars trilogy, yeah, you have the uh, Spygate, so on and so forth. A dynasty, sort of a pseudo dynasty, at least. Like I say, just by definition, that makes you loathsome. Listen, they're, they're clearly number one. Who did you even have at number two? The Cowboys. 
All right. Well, that's that, that's fine. But the Patriots should have been number one. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's still the Raiders. Well, wow. you're incorrect. And I want to move on to uh, to something that uh, that I took care of here. So, oh, speaking of hate, though, before we move on is um, everybody is uh, is pretty upset, worked up right now about uh, Ohio State. A lot of people up on Mount Pius right now about Jim Tressel and uh, and Terrell Pryor and beyond. And, uh, you know, what, uh, to me. I don't know what else there is to say about it other than you can tell by Trestle's reaction. Anytime a university gets uh, gets dinged with something like this, you can see it's the same sort of reaction as Tiger Woods had when he first was conf- confronted about uh, about his little personal troubles. The reaction of professional athletes when they get busted with women is always sort of like, what? what? Why am I getting in trouble <laughs> for this? This is what everyone I know does. It's the same reaction. Of Jim Tressel and uh, Ohio State. Wait a second. Why is this? Why am I getting heat for? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We're not supposed to do it, but yeah, I mean, we all know that everybody does it. That's the way. I, that's the takeaway message. Even Terrell Pryor, with all this car business, as uh, you know, he, you know, he, obviously there's something murky going on there with him having these cars driving around Columbus when he's not even supposed to be behind the wheel. You can see his father this week said. Why is all of a sudden everybody coming down on my son? You know, nobody's talking about the other guys. Not denying that his son did something wrong, just that, well, this is this is uh, par for the course. This is the way it is in, in big-time college football. That's my takeaway well, I think from this- it. Not to say that Ohio State, and they're going to get in trouble, and it's going to be a sad day for college football when it does. Now you're going to have Ohio, I mean, you're going to have USC uh, in its second year, and I got to think Ohio State's going to get it worse than USC got it. They don't officially deal out the death penalty anymore like they did to SMU, but I got to think Ohio State's going to get it bad, and it's going to be a dark day for college football when one of the uh, you know most storied uh, organizations in college football gets basically shut down for a few years well the sports illustrated uh column that's online right now and comes out in the magazine next week is pretty scathing it has even more than what's in the news than in the papers now with okay you've got Terrell Pryor in the cars and you've got the the memorabilia for tattoos but then the sports illustrated article says that the guys were given rings and autographs for bags of weed like that's just illegal and that's really going to get them in trouble it's not illegal in california necktie Giving giving out uh, autographs <laughs> for bags and bags of weed? If no. you've got a card, it's fine. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. By the way, no, you missed the big point of what happened. The the biggest fallout from this what, entire... What, did Indiana uh, University has a better shot at going to the Rose Bowl? As bigger. an alumnus, that's the that's the takeaway message for me. But what, what am I missing? Uh, because Jim Tressel's now in trouble, the sweater vest is no longer cool. Yeah, that's, you know, my heart does go out to Rank football pride. fans in the state of Ohio and also to Adam Rank, who, uh, who you know, kind of emulates, yeah, emulates the fashion sense of, uh, of Trestle. I'm sorry to you, Thank you. Rank. I hope you're did dealing you, did you well play, in this difficult time. Did you I've only play taps and put the sweats away? I only wear black ones now. In, in honor of our fallen comrade. Yeah, I mean, like the name, you know, people no longer name their children Adolf anymore. And uh, same, same way, you know, <laughs> maybe don't? you should maybe you shouldn't wear sweater vests anymore. Who runs Coors? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, I don't think he's uh, a teenager or anything like that, <laughs> that, that guy. Um, so, Let's go back to the time machine and see what Patton would say about that. <laughs> what in blazes is going on here? What in the name of... What in the name of gravy fries is going on here? <laughs> I like that. Uh, did you know Truman loved to talk about food a lot? 
I didn't know that. I didn't either. I had no idea about that. Anyway, so Terrell Pryor, the way things are shaping up now, obviously we'll see what plays out over the next few years here. I don't know that he's ever going to take another snap as a collegiate athlete, but um, it's not looking good for him to become the next in the line of great quarterbacks that uh, come out of uh, the city of Pittsburgh. Marino, Namath, Unitas, Montana, all guys raised on the banks of the Three Rivers. And uh, that brings me to something that we discussed last week. We, We all know know that USC is tailback you and we know that Penn State is linebacker you but it's odd that no one has ever sat down as I did this week and figured out what NFL franchise is the best in terms of quarterbacks all time running backs and beyond so like I say we we started to address it and uh, now there's a column up on NFL.com with my final rankings but rather than doing it rankings power rankings 1 through 32 as I always say the only thing that's relevant when you talk NFL football is how the play playoffs go so i seeded these teams much like you would in nfl playoffs and uh, like i say you can check that out on nfl.com so by division i chose a division winner and then just like the nfl playoffs i also assigned two wild cards for the two conferences and what did you fellas think about that in the nfc east i went cowboys and also my uh, my guidelines i took five, the five best qbs per franchise all time. Obviously, there's some subjectivity involved in that, but I said the Cowboys won the NFC East. Definitely, overall, that's the best uh, That's the best division. Each of those four teams yeah. has great QBs all time. Redskins, I gave the wild card, but you also have the Eagles, a great, uh, a great quintet there. And then the Giants, even, who I have in last place in that division, feature Phil Simms, world champion Eli Manning, Tittle, Charlie Connerly, and Kerry Collins. And uh, then I went with the pack in the NFC North, who I who I fancy quite a bit. If Aaron Rodgers, obviously, I have to extrapolate a little bit with current players, especially young players like Aaron Rodgers. But with what he's doing, numbers he's putting up, and now he already has one ring, I think it's fair to say that unless something catastrophic happens, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, and that would be the first team to have three Hall of Famers at QB. With Brett Favre, obviously, is going to wind up there. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, Rank. Your guy from 1922. Yeah, I'm just trying to be factually accurate. That's all. What's his name again? Arnie Herbert. All right, I didn't even put him in the top uh, five because I don't think he's relevant, but I do have Lynn Dickey and Don Mikowski there. And then I gave the Vikings the other wild card um, in the NFC Tarkenton, Culpepper. Favre had the one great year. So, um, and uh, in the South, I went with the Saints. Not a particularly strong collection of uh, of QBs on those four teams, but Drew Brees and Archie Manning and Bobby uh, Abair carried the day there. And then in the West, I went with uh, Necktie's beloved 49ers. Oh. That's that's a rich group there. Yes. Montana, Young, Brody, Garcia, and so on. I gave them the win there, but surprisingly close. I almost gave the Rams a wild card with Kurt Warner, Roman Gabriel. Jim Everett and Pat Hayden, but uh, they just missed out on it. The NFC, much richer than the AFC, and I couldn't figure out why that was. I was thinking, why is that? Why is it so much better? Because, of course, pre-merger, the NFL was obviously around for 40-some years before the uh, before the a- AFL ever. So, and most of the teams, when the merger did happen, most of those NFL teams wound up in the NFC. Steelers and Colts, uh, off the top of my head, I think might be the only two teams that went over to the AFC. So, the Dolphins. Uh, no, right? Dolphins are AFL. No, they're not. Sure they are. Dolphs. Yeah. This is an awkward stare down between you two. I couldn't be wrong about that, could I? It's uh, it's the entire NFC West. 
Dolphins are AFL. Four. The Dolphins were in the AFL. Mind your P's and Q's. Dave, why did They're, you take the Redskins over the Eagles for the, the second wild card? It was tight. It was tight. Thanks for the question there, uh, Necktie. Sure. Sammy Baugh, Hall of Famer. Sonny Jurgison, Hall of Famer. Joe Theismann, world champion. Yeah. Mark Rippon, world champion. Between all those guys. What? Dolphins were not. The Dolphins were not. It's the Jets, so they Bills, ju- Patriots. When did the Dolphins the entire... come into being, though? 70? No, no, no. No, the, not the 70. 50s. The Dolphins were not in the NFL in the 50s. Absolutely not. They were a different team. They were not a different team. Listen, I'm telling you something. The rest, So you have, you have Super Bowl champions. Did you put Doug Williams on there? I didn't put Doug okay. Williams in there. I went with Mark Rippon just barely right. over him and Billy Kilmer just over okay. Doug Williams. If you look up Doug Williams' deeds, he yeah. bare, I mean, he didn't even play the full season that they that he, he had the, the dynamite game in the Super Bowl. But, I, yeah, I gave him some legitimate consideration there. But, conversely, Donovan McNabb, obviously, on his way to the Hall of Fame. Randall Cunningham maybe should be in the Hall. Jaworski went so far as getting to the Super Bowl, didn't win it. Van Brocklin won the the uh, the NFL title back in uh, '60, and then uh, Mike Vick won great season. Yeah. But at this point, hard sure. to, hard to say. Okay. So okay. I gave I gave uh, him the edge there, and then the NFC East is loaded. It really it's loaded. Is. It's loaded, and then uh, in the uh, in the AFC, like I say, hard you know slim pickings really. Um, and uh, I wound up putting having the Colts advance all the way to the to the championship game to the Super Bowl. Over in the AFC, like I say, slimmer pickings in the East. You know, that, I mean, that, that's a good group. Uh, you know, and, and overall, the Bills, who I have uh, bringing up the rear there, they had Jim Kelly, Joe Ferguson. History has forgotten him, but uh, had some had some. He was uh, he QB'd some nice teams there, and a couple of eras, as a matter of fact. Remember Joe Cribs? That's another guy. Good, who is, yeah, he's a guy. One day, that's something we have to devote a show to, is careers that were affected by the USFL. The USFL had legitimate players in it. Joe Cribs being one of them. He was on his way to a great career in the NFL. Then he decided to leave and take the loot and went over to, I think he went to the Birmingham Stallions. But I'm not sure. But either way, he had a nice little thing going with the Bills there and Joe Ferguson and uh, and Fred Smurless and company. But then uh, that got derailed. Either way, so that's a good... So Bills are good. Then Jets obviously had uh, Namath, and uh, and then the Patriots get one of the wild cards with Tom Brady. And I give the division crown to Danny Marino, Bob Greasy, and beyond. The North I gave to the Steelers. That was surprisingly close for me. You would think, well, that's a runaway, no matter what. The the Falcons, I mean, the the uh, the uh, Ravens haven't been around long enough to have any good QBs, and and you know Joe Flacco is their best. But it's the other two teams that are interesting there. The Otto Graham, I almost gave the division crown to the Browns, actually. Otto Graham, Bernie Kosar, Sipe put up big numbers. Frank Ryan was a was a good QB for a while there. But ultimately, I just went with the championships. You have two guys that have multiple crowns. You know, it's hard to go against them. And then Bobby Lane back in the 50s, he was obviously a legit QB as well. And Roethlisberger, believe it or not, I know a lot of people don't think so, is on his way to the Hall of Fame. Two rings just about guarantees him a trip to the Hall. Bradshaw with his four. So I gave the Steelers that one. Then in the South, Colts, obviously in a walk there with Unitas Manning, Burt Jones, Earl Morrill. 
Over the Titans, though, a good group, if you remember, of course, they were the Oilers. Warren Moon, Steve McNair, George Bland is an interesting name, at least. So not as bad as you would think, but they run away with it. Then you get into the Jags. The Jags are the worst. <laughs> if, if we're going to do the reverse side of it, mm-hmm. the Jags get the all-time worst. They win the opposite of the Super Bowl. Because you go, look it up if you don't believe me. They're, they're fourth and fifth best QBs in history, Quinn Gray and Jonathan Quinn. We can debate whether... <laughs> Which one, which one goes four and which one goes five. But for sure, the Jags are the worst of all time. Edging out the uh, Texans with Tony Banks and Dave Ragone. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then in the West, I went with Did the— Did Matt uh, Leinart make that, that list? The West is another good one, too. Yeah, no, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even allow Leinart <laughs> on there. Um, the West goes—I um, goes, went with the Chargers. The Raiders are good, though, but the Chiefs, like we talked about last week, pretty good. And the Broncos almost hurt by the fact that John Elway played so long and so well for them because that, you know he, he blocked off a long period of time. But Jay Cutler, not bad. Jake Plummer— not bad. Craig Morton, not bad, but not enough to get ahead of either the Chargers or Raiders there. So we played it out. We we had our little uh, our rounds of the our wild card round. Then to the uh, we went all the way to uh, through the divisional round, the title games. But I, I had the Colts playing the Chargers. Does that seem right to you, Rank? You know, I actually I don't think that the Raiders are getting enough. I think the Raiders have a better matchup over the Dolphins. I think the Raiders don't get a lot of respect for this. And part of the reason is because a guy like Kenny Stabler should be in the Hall of Fame. Jim Plunkett, you talk about Ben Roethlisberger already being in the Hall of Fame because of his rings. Jim Plunkett, the only eligible player with two Super Bowl wins to not be in the Hall of Fame as a quarterback. And so the reason for that, of course, is because everybody hates the Raiders, as I was saying before, and people are biased against them. But if you look at the two guys who should be in the Hall of Fame, Rich Gannon, Daryl LaMonica, going all the way back to Tommy Flores— I think as a group, that's very strong. I don't know if they overtake the Colts because I do like I I do think the Super Bowl matchup is perfect, but I think the Raiders would probably come in at right number three. But yeah, but so but uh, again though, I just don't think that that you would uh, be able to put them ahead of Dan Fouts, who is in the Hall of Fame, Phil Rivers, who's certainly on his way to the Hall of Fame, John Hadel put up big numbers, and here's your tiebreaker. Here's why I'm putting the Chargers ahead of the Raiders. Drew Brees. You forget, you know, I think I think it's easy to to forget that Drew Brees put together five really good years with the Chargers and I think they re- regret obviously letting him walk away as they did after the shoulder injury, but Drew Brees is the tiebreaker. He's the fourth QB. And you know, we're talking about Tom Flores and guys like that at the back end of the Raiders. I I, I think that I have I think I have it right. Uh, your 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 point is well taken though. In the NFC division well, around. Hold on, hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. This is in the industry what we call a tease. Why don't you go to NFL.com and check out how it all plays out? You don't want to give it away now. Because we started this conversation a week ago. I think I can wrap it up here. You want me Why to? Why don't you? No, let's go. Have him go to NFL.com. Have him go to there. Have him go there, Dave. You see what I'm talking about, Rank? He's ruled the by the he's, he's ruled by the almighty dollar. Everything that's going to create traffic on his precious website. Like Raj called in himself. Like, hey, stop him. Fine, fine. All right. So we'll so go to nfl.com to see the full list there. And uh I think it's I think it's great fun and I think we need to apply this this NFL playoff structure to a number of things and we may as well I want to do it with uniforms rank. I want to mm-hmm. do it with uh with helmets and so on. We'll do that kind of stuff. But um I also let's do it by position. 
we did QB. We could move on to running back. Let's do a defensive one now. Let's go. Let's go offense, defense. It's like boy, girl, boy, girl. And let's do. Um, we could do secondary. What about linebackers? Linebackers is fine. And I know. Listen, I say that I am. Um, you know, I root for the Steelers, so this will sound biased. But linebackers. I, well, let's uh, let's do linebackers. Fine. I just don't know how anybody would be able to beat the. The Steelers. The oh, Ste- the Giants. Really? You can you can act really? shocked about that. You can act shocked about right. that. But let me just say, all right, let, all right. Let me just make Let's my go. let me just make my case to you, if if I could. All right, Lamar Woodley, James Harrison. How about I start there? Because okay. if I stop there, that that would beat out. I bet you about what? half the teams in in NFL history. But all right, James Ferrier. If I just if I just gave you the Steelers' current uh, quartet of starting linebackers, so just go. That would be that, that. That could pretty much do it. But all right, I'll go on with the names. With how about Joey Porter? How about uh, Levon Kirkland? How about Kevin Green? Greg Lloyd? Brian Hinkle? Robin Cole? Why are you? You're not going to mention Lambert? Hand? I've, I'm, I'm, I'm just making a point to you. I don't have to mention those names. The names I just gave to you before I even get to the Super Bowl, the the, the, the Steel Curtain linebackers. I already have beaten out at least. 20 teams with with the names I already gave you. Now, let me give you the let me give you the haymaker. Lambert, Ham, Russell, done and done. How go ahead and beat it. You can't beat it. The best linebackers in NFL history are the Pittsburgh Steelers. What That's about, it. What about the Giants? Sam Huff, Harry Carson, Carl Banks, Jesse Armstead. One other guy. Jesse, get, did you just uh, wait, say on, the name Jimmy, Jesse Armstead really? after you're, I just said the name Jack? I just said the name Jack Lambert. You come back with Jesse Armstead? Let me throw my haymaker, Lawrence Taylor. All right, great. End of discussion. Got Good. one here. Great. Chicago Bears. Four coming on five Hall of Famers. Dick Butkus, Mike Singletary, George Connor, Bill George, Brian Erlacher, and currently Lance Briggs. All right. Well, there's four Hall of Famers on that list. Otis Good. Wilson. Five. What, what's Otis? Otis. Otis. He was a part of the 46, yeah. He yeah, was a, Otis yeah. Wil- Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur Marshall. Yeah. I mean, like, all right, oh, listen. Not that's really a runaway. Fine. Listen, here's what we'll do. We'll do this one next week, Milner, and here's what okay. you'll do, and here's what you'll do, if you don't mind. We put a poll. Oh, I forgot to mention. We put a poll up last week for the QB one, yep. and I was surprised. It, it says something about uh, the, the audience that uh, traffics NFL.com. Almost fifty percent of the votes went for the Dallas Cowboys yeah. quarterbacks over yeah. the 49ers, yeah. over the Packers, over the Colts, and beyond. I yeah. was surprised by that. Yeah. Almost fifty percent went with the. So put up a poll for this one: yeah. Steelers, Giants, Bears, all worthy. But I mean, it's hard for me to really. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. You have some good names there. What about the New Orleans Saints? They're more like the Saints have Jonathan Vilma, but they're really more about that one, they had that one era of four great linebackers. The Dome Patrol. The Dome Patrol. Patrol. Weren't they all good? They all went to the Pro Bowl one year. I think Ricky Jackson was great. Pat Swilling, Sam Mills. Von Johnson. Von Johnson went to, it was Von Johnson, right? He went to, he went to four Pro Bowls. V-A-U-G-N. I like that. Vaughn Johnson. I should have, I should. Vaughn Miller should change his name to spell it like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's handsome. So that's a good one. What about like, you think off the top of your head, oh, the Raiders must be on there, but I, I think they would underwhelm us. Matt Millen? Ted Hendricks? Ted Hendricks? Eh. Rod Martin? Oh, he had a good Super Bowl. That doesn't make him a, my, my an all time great. The 49ers have a, a decent list. They're not going to win it, but they've got, uh, Currently, they have Patrick Willis, they have Ken Orton Jr., Dave Wilcox. You could count Ricky Jackson for two years, Romanowski. Oh, we could none. 
I mean, I mean that's an all right win. Don't, the that, Eagles that have, does not go on the poll. That the, the, the 49ers. What about do, the, do the Eagles go anywhere? I think a concrete Charlie Chuck Bednarik. All right, continue. I, I think that's enough. That's it. He's uh, he's so he's so awesome. Chiefs have a strong three. Oh yeah, Derek yeah. Thomas, Willie Lanier, Bobby Bell. Bobby Bell. Yeah, yeah. that's a, Tom, a good one. They have a good three. Tom Bahali had a great year last year. All right, that's put the Chiefs good. in there. There's got to be some more. Uh, the Bills had a good three. Where Cornelius the, what Bennett, Daryl Talley, Bryce Pop. Yeah, that was more yeah. though. That's again though. That's an era, not necessarily. Uh, if we put the Cowboys, I'll tell you. Yeah, they also had uh, um, Shane Conlon was good. Yeah, that's the Dolphins. Dolphins. Who? Hugh Green. Yeah, Zach Thomas, Brian Cox, Nick Bonacani. Yeah, yeah. Now they don't make the list. Per our, so per we got our British Saints, homepage editor, Saints, Chiefs, John Offerdahl. Listen, see, uh, here's what here's what goes in the poll here necktie. Yeah, Chiefs, Saints, Bears, Giants, Steelers. Can't beat. I, I mean, I, again, I, I'll, I don't know if I need to repeat it, but I will just to to be safe. Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, all the way to James Ferrier. How many, how many are we Hall not going to put the Cowboys? Lamar Woodley list? and James Harris. How many Hall of Famers are in that Steelers list? I off to, I don't know. What well, doesn't count? Uh, Bears have four. Bears three. have four. Steelers are at least three. Wasn't what year did Bill George play? He's a uh, fifty-two to sixty-five. There's no, He doesn't count him. There's. <laughs> well, Dave there's, ignores him. It Dave doesn't. Him. It didn't exist. Also, with the Giants, did you say Brad Van Pelt? Brad Van Pelt, who also number deserves, ten. He deserves points for the number ten. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Speaking, you know, of numbers, I was thinking also of. Um, I, maybe this is a conversation for another time too. But with the you know with with the Packers and talking about it seems like that's a big issue now is Brett Favre should his number be retired in Lambeau Field and then you're hearing a lot of NBA noise about Shaq Fu he's retired now and so the Lakers are going to retire his number 34. The Celtics are too, right? <laughs> yeah. No, anybody who played, he played, I think he played well. 11 minutes for them. Anybody who played for the Celtics ever gets their number retired. <laughs> that is true. They, they have the giant checkerboard hanging Yeah, it's out. like every number's retired. At some point, that giant blanket that hangs from, from the rafters is going to actually be grazing the court. It's, it's so long. <laughs> Brian Scalabrini's uh, jersey. Oh, yeah. They're going to be. Oh, that'll be retired. Don't don't kid yourself. <laughs> they're going to be. What were you they're saying? They're going to be. They're going to be. Uh, you know, they're going to end up with uh, triple digits you know they're, they're gonna be it's not gonna they're coming perilously close to having players wearing numbers in the 70s and 80s you know they're, i think a guy's gonna have a number uh, a letter actually somebody's <laughs> gonna have a, an l on the... uh yeah so but it makes me think that's a, this is something i'm gonna do for i'm gonna i'm gonna write i'm gonna put this together but i like to figure out for the fans what the best jersey you know, in these economically difficult times, especially, you can't have you know you, you can't go out and buy ten different jerseys no. of your favorite team. So you can if you can only have one, what's the best one for the Packers? I was thinking, you know, you could go Aaron Rod, you know, because all this talk of Favre's four. And when we were at the Super Bowl down in Dallas a couple of months ago, <laughs> there are a lot of fours running all over the place. And I spoke to almost every Packers fan and said, "How could you possibly wear this during this glorious time?" Why would you hearken back to the shame of your team? That's the one jersey you should not wear as a Packers fan. And we've talked about that, and you know there are different f- philosophical um, camps that you can inhabit with that. But I think twelve is pretty cool. Fifteen for Bart Starr is nifty. But I think the coolest jersey you can have 
if you're a Packers fan, Max McGee. Without question. Max McGee, he listen, he went out and uh, and uh, and got crooked the night uh, uh, before on the eve of Super Bowl 1, then showed up and caught a couple from Bart Starr. Didn't to- even have his helmet. He was wearing a lineman's he helmet for part. He wore the game, though, right? Oh, no, he, he wore a lineman's helmet for right? part of the game. Yeah, I didn't know that little piece of lore. I didn't know that. Interesting. So, yeah, Max McGee, I think, you know, it's cheese country, but it's also beer country. Yeah. You know? They're breweries yeah. in, in that state. People love their beer. They love their tailgating and everything. Max McGee is a, is a hero in that regard, too. So I think Max McGee might be the coolest single jersey you can have. But, you know, Paul Horning's pretty good, too. The fair-haired boy, number five. That's a cool number for a running back, too. Cool number, but he's kind of become a kook in his older age. He has? He's made some comments that were not very flattering I don't know, to him. But, or... you know, again, you talk about the, the glory days for the Packers. You know, that's back in the 60s, Horning, I, that's a pretty good one. Number five. I think one of those would be maybe the best. And the fifth, and Nitschke 66 is pretty nice, too. Don Hudson, 14? No. <laughs> Stop it with the Don Hudson. <laughs> he played in the 19th century. He's not his his statistics are not relevant. A, we're gonna put a Don in Hudson our NFL. I know everybody wants to love. I know everybody wants to remember him. This is not Major League Baseball where you just compare eras by the numbers. Football was not relevant in the 30s. Hence, you cannot talk about Don Hudson. All right, now, so well, I, I got to figure that one out properly though. I'm going to sit down and do my research, make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. But I think that. I think I'm right about Max McGee. So look for that on NFL.com. So much to look for these days. All right, come in here. Here he is, our man, our most elegant employee here at uh, the NFL Network in Culver City, California. He's the man who's come over from England. I, I like him to come in once a week and read a tweet for us because his voice is, is so classy. He makes even the silliest tweets sound okay, or at least he tries to. It's Handsome Hank. How are we, Hank? I'm very well, thanks. How are you, Dave? A pleasure to see you. A pleasure as Good always to see, to see you, too. You. Oh, Handsome Devil. I get lost in those blue eyes of his. I can't, I, I don't want to look at him. You know what it is? I've said this about myself. Ladies have told me this, and I'm going to pass this compliment along to you. You know how Medusa, the, the, the myth goes, that when, uh, when men looked her directly in the eyes, they turned into stone? When ladies look me directly in the eyes, they turn to mush. <laughs> and that's what happens to me when I look at you, handsome Hank. All right, know. so you have a uh, tweet for us? I do. Uh, I want you to guess who, this, who, who's, who sent this tweet out. Anyone getting outside this season and planting a garden? Good video I've got on planting perennial bulbs. Perennial bulbs. Perennial bulbs. This is a football player? This is a football player. One of your favorites, probably. One of my favorite players. Uh-huh. So he's obviously a Pittsburgh Steeler. Mean Joe Green. Nope. Jack Lambert. Nope. Hmm. Uh, Greg Lloyd. No. Current player. Lay it on me. Troy Polamalu. <laughs> planting a garden at the moment. Uh, if it was a current, I should have said Heinz Ward. Yeah, these... <sighs> what's going on with the Steelers? I don't know what's going on. Listen, you know what's going on is uh, winning Lombardi trophies is what it's... I, you know like what? this year? Look, Heinz Ward, no, all right, listen. But I, I listen, I can defend. People want to make fun of Heinz Ward. At least he won, though, right? The, the, the winning tradition continues. I don't know how to defend Troy Palomalu. Are they going to hang a banner for that? The Celtics would. <laughs> that's true. Real quick, Handsome Hank, well, that's embarrassing. And uh, actually, that one, your uh, your classy voice actually helped that one. It sold it, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Say, say, the, say, say perennial bulbs. Again. Perennial bulbs. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Handsome Hank, while you're here, I don't mean to put you on the spot. 
But on NFL.com, you you put together what goes on the site. You're, that's what you do. You oversee what where things are placed. And why is it that you have this expert debate thing about different issues, like does Brian Urlacher belong in the Hall of Fame, things like that? And then you have the experts weigh in on it. Why aren't Rank and I a part of that? We're experts. Why? Because we like to crack wise and have fun. Shame the devil that we would have a laugh with the with the, the sport how, of football. How dare you? How dare you try to entertain the masses during this lockout? What, 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 what do you? What's what, what, what does Steve Weish know that Damashek doesn't know? Probably nothing. So Probably why? Nothing. So why? Why's Bert Breer getting the way in on these issues and Damashek ain't? Explain well, yourself. We'll, we'll try and remedy it for you, Dave. What do you mean try? We'll try. What's we a will royal? Try. We will. We will try. Who's we? All of us. You and Kamish. Dylan's going to help. Don't make me go over your head. Don't make me go over your head. I'll put a call into the commissioner. Your head will spin so fast you won't know what hit you, boy. (laughs) Listen, I want to be a part of the expert group, and I want Rank to be a part of it, too. Oh, that's nice of you to include me. Maybe we could do it on video because we have faces made for the the screen. We don't have to hide behind our computers. What's that? Hence the podcast. How dare you? Handsome Hank has an answer for everything. He always gets us. He always gets us with his witty jabs, his English jabs. Be careful with yourself, necktie. You might be the next to be stung by one of those jabs. <laughs> I've been victim many a time. All right. You know what? I, I, I can't. I, I'm not at full power. I can't really. I can't really do it. He's like kryptonite, but good kryptonite. Handsome Hank, I get lost in his eyes and I can't fend for myself. You know, I'm not as sharp as I need to be to 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 spar with him verbally. Beat it, handsome Hank. All right. Listen, I want to be a part of the debate, though. I want to next one of those expert debates. I'm an expert. I know. I paid my dues. I paid four decades worth of dues watching football every Sunday and Monday and Thursday nights when it's appropriate. And the special Wednesday night edition. I'll do it. I watch it when it's on. That's what I do. I want to. I'm an expert. All right. All right. So with all that being said. Um, so look out for Talking Ball, episode number two. Like I say, it's a very special edition um, with Chris Cooley, tight end of the Washington Redskins. And uh, look for the pick sixes. Look for the NFL, the all-time rankings there. Get onto that poll and vote for it, too, for the best linebacker franchise in NFL history. Anything else I'm forgetting there, Rank? Can we wrap it. things up here? You nailed it. Oh, Sunday our, night. Our Sunday po- yeah, our Sunday special podcast. As we count it down to uh, to number one on the list, the top 100 players, this cockamamie list. Those are the experts. In, the experts, the players, they've decided to, uh, what, what, that, that Damashek and Rank can't do better. Anyway. Again, thanks for checking it out. You can subscribe on iTunes. And I will post on Twitter at Damashek and at Adam Rank. You can track it down the, uh, the, uh, the the info so that you can subscribe to it. We appreciate you doing that. We appreciate you checking it out. We'll be back for episode number five next week, Sunday night. We'll have our bonus episode. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.